Welcome to the Maple Grove Scripture Reading Podcast, Episode 11, Judges. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Scripture Reading Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Spencer, and today we're going to be talking about the book of Judges. And so we, as we ended Joshua last week, we, we talked about Joshua giving the Israelites an ultimatum as they conquered the promised land. He asked them, who are you going to serve? Well, now in the book of Judges, we get an answer to that. And honestly, it's not real pretty. At chapter 1, at the, at the start of this book, the Israelites were doing what the Lord said to do back in Joshua. They were inquiring of the Lord about who to attack next, and, and they were going and destroying them completely. But as the battles continue, you see multiple times where people were not driven out. They allowed the people to stay. They allowed the people to live. And, and they're going against what God said and God commanded them to do. And so in chapter 2, verses 1 through 3, it talks about the angel of the Lord explaining that because the Israelites had disobeyed the Lord, they, he would no longer drive out their enemies before them. So he was no longer going to really be with them in their battles. And as we saw back in, in Joshua with the battle of Ai, that is, it's not a great place to be. But that's where they find themselves now. Let me read to you from uh, verses 10 and 11 from chapter 2. It says, After that whole generation had been gathered to their fathers. Let me read to you from verses 10 through 11 of chapter 2. After that whole generation had been gathered to their fathers, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. This is what we start to see. You have an entire generation of people who died, and they apparently did not pass on their knowledge of the Lord to their their descendants. Because you have an entire generation of people now who do not know the Lord and do not know what he did for the people in Israel. That's all it took was one generation. And I think that, that is, that's a stunning revelation. But it's one that is very important because that's really all it takes. All it takes is just a single generation to forget God. And, and that's something that we've got to be conscious of today as well. Because it can go quickly if we do not teach our our children if we do not teach um young people you know all about scripture and all about god then we will lose uh we'll lose that pretty quickly we'll lose that um, as quickly as a generation from now so we're entering now into a period of the judges and these are people who are sent by god to deliver the israelites because when when the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, he allowed them to be conquered because, again, he was no longer going to be driving out their enemies. So now the Israelites are, are going to be a conquered people in the promised land. And so they cry out to the Lord because I guess that's what they instinctively do because I mean that's what we see in here. It's like you see this ongoing spiral um, where the Israelites will do evil in the eyes of the Lord. They will be conquered. Then they will cry out to the Lord and the Lord will send a judge 
for deliverance. And the first set of judges, they're actually pretty good. Um, you've, you've got judges like Othniel and Ehud and Shamgar and Deborah. And these are all pretty good judges, good leaders. Now, because this continually happens, they continually, I mean, every time they do evil in the eyes of the Lord, there's peace. You know, he sends a judge and, and the judge uh, frees the Israelites from this captivity and there's peace for however many years until the judge dies and then the Israelites do evil in the eyes of the Lord and it's just an ongoing circle that happens. And so what we start to see is we start to see the judges getting a little bit worse in character. And, and you start to see that with Gideon. Gideon's still pretty good, but it, it, he's starting to get a little shaky. Because even though Gideon was was pretty good, he was flawed in his reliance and trusting of the Lord. Because multiple times you see Gideon ask God for a sign. Multiple times. And God gives him, like, I don't... I don't understand it, but God is very patient with him and will give him the sign. Even when Gideon, you know, asks for a sign of fleece to become, like, super wet, that, that you can tell that it's not from dew. And then and then the very next day he says, now I want you to make that fleece super dry and everything else wet. And God, you know, allows this and, and, and gives him these signs, which is interesting to me. But... But Gideon asks continually for a sign. But eventually he goes into battle for the Lord. He takes an army with him. And, and instead of allowing his army to go like a, a huge number of people, God actually whittles down the the army, winnows it down to about 300, I think. And, uh, and they actually win, which I would say is a pretty good sign that the Lord is with you. But we start to see more, after Gideon, we start to see more and more not-as-good judges. And, and it culminates with a judge named Samson. Samson's a story that we know pretty well. Uh, you know, he's, he's this guy who is a Nazarite, and it, as long as his hair is, is not cut, then he's got this, like, super strength and, and whatnot. And he conquers people with the jawbone of a donkey and, you know, kills a thousand people with the jawbone of a donkey. And, and you know, we, we kind of build him up. But Samson's actually a, a pretty awful person. Um, you know, he, he doesn't do what the Lord commands through the law. Um, there are multiple times he just willingly flaunts, you know, ego and or an egotism um, about himself, or at least appears to me that he's kind of flaunting an egotism because there are things that he that he does. First, he he goes to marry a Philistine woman, um, and, and instead of an Israelite, and then on, on the way to marry this woman, he he or earlier he had killed a lion, and then on his way to marry this woman, he sees this carcass of the lion, and it's got um, a beehive in it now with honey, and he goes and eats the honey, but he's he's touching, making himself unclean by by touching a dead, dead animal, um, but he doesn't, and then he feeds that honey to his parents, and and I mean, it's just a willful disobedience, it looks like, to the Lord's commands. Then, um, 
you know, in any of his battles, I'd never see him give credit to God. Um, even though you see that God works for him or works through him, you never see him giving credit to the Lord. And then in chapter 16, you see after Delilah cuts his hair, it says this in verse 20. It says that he woke from his sleep, from his sleep and thought, I'll go out and, and as before and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had left him. That that shows me somebody who's not in tune with God, who is who is not um, you know he's 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 not living the way he should be, because if he doesn't know that the Lord has left him, then then that's troublesome um, that he would not know that being a judge of the Israelites. Samson's ego and pride eventually did him in, and even though he did exact revenge against the Philistines, he did. He had this final act that killed many of them and, and himself as well. And what I find interesting about this is that he did pray to God to enable him to do this. But when I was reading, the scripture didn't say anything of God returning to Samson, which is what you see earlier in the earlier part of his story, you see it where it says that you know the the spirit of the Lord was in Samson, but in this part I didn't I didn't see that in the same way, and so it makes me wonder if God really condoned this final act of Samson, yeah, or maybe he didn't. Maybe Samson did this on his own. I I think it could go either way. I I, I don't want to say for sure because I don't really know, um, but. You know, just reading through it, it, it it makes me wonder. It causes me to question it a little bit. Well, finally, you see this downward spiral of a story in Judges. It ends with the people of Israel in a civil war. You know, what started off so promising back in Genesis with the 12 sons of Israel in Egypt had, had ended with a nation that isn't even worshiping the Lord, and they are at war with each other. I think it can all be summed up in the very last verse, in chapter 21, verse 25, where it says, In those days Israel had no king, everyone did as he saw fit. What a what a sad conclusion to this book. This is a rough book to read. Um, there are things, I haven't, I haven't actually read Judges for a little while now. We did a Bible study in it a number of years ago, a men's Bible study in it, and just reading through it again for the first time with some fresh eyes, um, with some more mature eyes too. Uh, I am, I'm reading this and I am just amazed at, at just the, just how quickly things can go wrong, how quickly people can turn from God. And and it just worries me that, that you know, we could do the same thing. And so I, I just hope that we don't. I hope that we don't. I hope that we can learn from the Israelites here. All right, well, that'll end it for this week. Next week, we're going to talk a little bit about Ruth, and we're going to get into 1 Samuel. I don't think we'll get it all finished, but we'll talk a little bit about 1 Samuel as well. Um, don't forget, we can continue this conversation from today's episode. Maybe there's something that you noticed that I didn't, or maybe there's something you wanted to talk about a little bit more. You can go to our episode page on episode 11 at our website, maplegrove.church slash scripture. Leave a comment there, and uh, we can keep this conversation going. Well, that's it for this week, and I hope to see you again next week. See ya.
Thanks for listening to the Maple Grove Christian Church Scripture Reading Podcast. You can find out more information about our church at our website at www.maplegrove.church. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MGCCBtown. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks again for listening.